Welcome to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. I'm Steven Rothberg, the founder of College Recruiter Job Search Site. At College Recruiter, we believe that every student and recent grad deserves a great career. And I'm Peter Zolman, founding principal of the AIM Group, the leading global business intelligence service for marketplaces and classified advertising companies. We consult with recruitment marketplaces companies and publish AIM Group recruitment intelligence and a free weekly digest. We also host the annual Global RecBuzz Conference. This is the podcast for you to learn more about how to create, manage, and work with general, niche, and aggregator job boards and recruitment marketplaces. Hey, Peter, it is great to be back with you on top of the morning. Top of the morning, or in your case, top of the afternoon. Uh, Martin's case, top of the afternoon, middle of the afternoon for him. So it's good to it's good to be here. It's been another week, and uh, things are going well. Holidays, you know, it's it's all good. It's all good. Awesome. Well, good good things come back in spades, or sometimes they come back as boomerangs. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, did you see what I did there? Do you see what I did there? Uh, I was. I, it was so clever, Stephen. Um, <laughs> yeah. One of the one of the things we've been looking at is uh, there was an article the other day that I saw about the Great Resignation becoming the Great Return, and how many people who left their jobs want to go back to the old job or to the old company. And there's been boomerang employment for a long, 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 long time, obviously. But it's come back since the great resignation started. And it's becoming, for some people, not for everybody, the great return. And the article I was reading uh, was talking about how there are so many advantages to a company for a boomerang employee uh, to bring them back. You don't have to teach them the corporate culture. You don't have to show them where the bathroom is. You don't have to show them how people write their memos or their emails or things like that. Um, great advantages, as long as they were a good performer the first time around, bringing people back is not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, it can be a very good thing. We had two boomerangs recently uh, at the AIM group. Uh, we had uh, Christo Volshank was with us for about 10, 12 years, and then he returned uh, for a while this year. Uh, and John Zapp was with us for four years, and he returned for um, about six months before he unfortunately got ill and then passed away. So uh, boomerangs can be a very good thing for a company and, um, job boards, recruitment sites, recruitment marketplaces can support that by encouraging their employers to look at former employees who want to come back. Yeah, absolutely. It's, I think it's a, it's a wise employer that, that recognizes that a job today may not be a good fit but that same job three years from now might be. You might acquire better skills. Um, your kids might be older and you're better positioned to travel. The company may have changed. You know, The job with the company that you're looking at may not be available this year, but might be available five years from now. And in the meantime, you've grown and you've acquired experience. Um, maybe you went and worked for a direct competitor 
And now you have a wealth of knowledge about how they do business and, and can bring some of those lessons in, into your workplace. So as long as you don't bring their data and their secrets. Right. Right. Yes. No, that, that stuff stays confidential, but the improvements in your skills, that's fair game. And the knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. So speaking of knowledge, we have a fantastic guest here today. See, I did that again. See where I went? See where I went? See what I did, did there? So today's, uh, I know, uh, yeah, 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 he's doing the whole choking thing, whatever. But uh, <laughs> so today's guest is a, is a good friend of both of ours, um, lives in one of the most beautiful countries in the world, in, in Austria. It's uh, Martin Lenz. He's the CEO of Jobico. And they power job boards and career sites for different media brands, associations, staffing companies, direct employers, job boards, et cetera. And if I'm not mistaken, I think it's in a couple of dozen uh, countries worldwide, but we'll get into that. So Martin, welcome to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. Oh, thank you. Hello from Vienna. Hello from Europe. Thanks for having me, Peter, Stephen. It's great to be here. It's good to have you. Uh, we saw you not so long ago at RecBuzz in Amsterdam. Um, one of the big topics there was AI. And artificial intelligence is, first of all, one of those things that lots of people say they have, they really don't. But it's becoming more and more prevalent and more and more important. You want to talk about job boards, recruitment marketplaces, using AI, do they really, how does it work, how does it improve things, et cetera? Yeah, absolutely. So I think first first of all, the, the, the concepts of AI and machine learning as most of us use or deep learning, they exist already for a very long time. So the, the, the first concept starts in the early 50s and go back to the 80s maybe, but, uh, as of now, we now have the ability, we, we now have the data available to, to make use of those algorithms and models. And we have the computing power to make this data um, of use. And that opens up, uh, we're just starting to understand what this really opens up. But um, when, you, when, you, when you ask me uh, in terms of recruitment, advertising or recruitment marketing, and job boards, I always like to look at the funnel first, so at the candidate journey. So uh, when you when you get to a job board as a candidate, um, you start like maybe you you start your search in Google or in any of the aggregators or on social media, and then the job board is trying to uh, create your path towards the right job. And here's the first time where you can use AI. So you can use you can use machine learning algorithms to optimize. Uh, the the social media spend that you have as a job board, the advertising that you spend as a job board to get the best candidates at the lowest cost. And when the candidate is on the, is on the site, you can make her uh, click on the right jobs by learning from the behavior or like understanding what is really interesting to the candidate. So she gets the best experience on the search, but also on the application. So there's, 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 there's small, there's still small things like, or uh, like narrowed use cases that we're looking at. So there is not this like big, one big AI, like, you go there as a candidate and it just tells you where to apply in two years. So this is this is not what we see yet. But we see this um, 
the small steps that um, many of the players in the markets are taking to optimize the processes and to create a much better candidate experience. So I'm most excited about using AI to create a better candidate experience and to acquire, acquire traffic, but there's many more use cases, as you hmm. know. Interesting. You know, one of the other things that we talked about with you at uh, the RecBuzz conference in, in, in Amsterdam um, was about the, how job boards could, could minimize the impact of, bis, of uh, an upcoming recession on their businesses. Um, I think it's pretty clear that there are definitely areas of the world that are in recession now. Um, but even if the particular country of the listener isn't at this point, it will be a year from now, five years from now, whatever. It's just inevitable. So, you know, whether whether a job board is serves markets that are in recession right now or not, what kind of impacts do you think the, the, the next recession is going to have on, on job boards? Yeah, yeah. Uh, very good question. So I think it depends a little bit on which market or country or, or continent you're looking at. So many experts believe that the recession will start earlier in, in Europe because of the dependency on, on natural resources and the, the energy prices. But definitely everybody expects that there will be a recession also, like across across the globe, also in the US. Uh, you, you typically always see a lag in the uh, in the implication on on advertising, uh, and and just just yesterday in Austria they announced that they have the lowest unemployment rate for more than 14 years. So last time the unemployment rate was that low was in 2008 before uh, the financial crash. So uh, it's really interesting how this like how this adds to the narrative that everybody is now fearful and like. Uh, recession is coming and so on. And the reason for that is there will be a, a discontinued demand in, uh, uh, so there will be an ongoing demand in top talent because there is more people leaving the market, skilled people leaving the market that are getting back to the market. So in terms of market demand on great talent, there will be a continuous demand. Uh, and that is actually a good that's good news for job boards because they're trying to to match this supply and demand side, right? But even if if the demand side was going down, um, you as a job board you can you can uh, find counter cyclical strategies, and one of that is if more candidates are searching uh, for a job, you can you can provide a great service to them, and you can collect a you can grow a bigger database that you can use when the market is getting back. So. I, I believe, and many experts uh, ag agree with that, that there will be a continuous demand uh, on the on the talent side. So there will there will be certain industries that may see a downside, but I think across across all industries there will be a continuous demand at least for the next twelve months. And uh, I think nobody dares to say what's after this twelve month. We'll be back right after this break. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transformed, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. 
Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcast, and now available on YouTube. Welcome back to the Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces podcast. Because of demographics, obviously, a lot of people who have been in the workforce have retired or are retiring, uh, and there aren't as many young people coming in as there were going out. How does a recruitment site play to that, capitalize on it, and what kinds of things can a uh, recruitment site do to help fill the gaps and also help those younger workers who don't necessarily have the experience? So many of the job boards, uh, I would say, are mainly in job advertising, and they're typically very transactional. So um, if you just continue to provide your service the way you do, it, it can it can be fine. But you may miss out a big opportunity to to reach this new audience of of young people or Gen Set. So th- th- those are people that are on TikTok and they have different values, like when they go to a job. So it's totally different than if you talk to uh, if you talk to someone else, right? So uh, I think finding a way to make your site or your your experience appealing to those young candidates and to to convince and consult your clients, your uh, employer clients, uh, how to present themselves, because you can be, you can have the best candidate experience on your job board, but if it's a, if it's a bad job, nobody will apply on it. Right. And it's actually, it's actually, it adds to the bad experience. And in the end, it, 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 it makes, uh, the site feel bad. So, uh, understanding which channels you, you need to, you need to address, uh, understanding what it means for young people uh, uh, and the next generation to use online services and job boards uh, and how you can advise employers how to present the job uh, to them. I think that's that's critical uh, to, to at least take some of the potential. Two quick things. Uh, first, I'll tell you a story, then I'll ask you a question. Uh, Dr. John Sullivan, whom you may be familiar with, he's a recruitment guy, been around for decades, drjohnsullivan.com, wrote a great article about stories and how companies need to tell stories about the people who work for them and what they do for the people. It's a great article, and we've summarized it in, in our Recruitment Digest. It reminded me that job boards, recruitment marketplaces can help their employers develop those stories and include them in the employer branding, either for the employer on its own site or for the employer within the job board. So you mentioned TikTok. TikTok is not going away, even though they have at least temporarily given up on the TikTok resumes um, experiment. They have right now, they're working with Indeed in Singapore of all places on recruitment. Is TikTok and the broader question, the video resume, is that ever going to matter? Well, so 
starting with your um, your anecdote on on the storytelling, I would definitely agree. So storytelling is a, a very much underrated skill, um, and th those folks who come out of the marketing space, they know they know what you're talking about. But if you go more like to the technical space, like okay, what what why do I need storytelling? So we actually we actually have a storytelling initiative within the company. So there's people practicing storytelling and getting people out of their comfort zone uh, to to have a presentation or to tell stories. So we're also working with an expert on that because we truly believe that whatever you want to, whatever knowledge you want to uh, transition within the company or you want to share within the company, it's always easier if you tell it in the, in, in, in the right story or if you if you find a good way of, 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 of telling the stories. The video resume, I think it's an application of what can can be done. So definitely everybody agrees that TikTok is a big thing for like the Gen set at least. But I talked to many job board owners and the biggest success so far that they had is uh, using TikTok as a channel to create more awareness about the brand. But they never really got good conversions out of it. But what really excites me is that no matter on what like big search platform or social platform you're looking at, everybody at some point takes a look at the recruitment vertical. It, there is no way around it. So Facebook did it, Google did it, uh, TikTok does it, LinkedIn is in the game anyways. But every it's such an important thing in your life and, and, and in the world that um, you, 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 you get ideas on those platforms, what you can do. So we have we have clients that run apprenticeship platforms, for example, like people of 15 to 16 years old, and they use these storytelling mechanisms to talk about the job in a in a way that is appealing to those candidates. So they kind of discover. They use it as a discovery. Interesting. Well, I guess there's there's some hope for me um, watching TikTok videos of of uh, dogs, uh, including huskies, being divas and trying to convince my family that that's work related. But um, you know, one of the reasons that I was excited to talk with you, Martin, is that because you are involved in in you know powering what hundreds of different career sites, job boards, etc., in a couple dozen different countries. You've got a unusual ability to see what works in certain markets, what doesn't work in other markets, um, learn from something happening in Bulgaria and bring that to the UK or, or whatever. Let's talk uh, for a minute or two about monetization. And I think you've published a, um, a book that um, people can download at, at uh, jobico.com slash playbook. But from that book or other ideas, what are some of the things that job boards and recruitment marketplaces should be doing and some of the pitfalls that they should be avoiding um, based on your experience in, in all these different job boards and all these different markets? Yes, um, good question. So um, we, we are currently running about 200 job boards in about 20 countries globally. Uh, the majority of those job boards are in the uh, DEC region, so German-speaking region, UK, Ireland, and the US. So these are our biggest regions, but there's there's also clients all across the globe, even in Africa or New Caledonia. And uh, and there's a lot of similarities in there in, in those countries. So that's why it's possible to have a platform that works for all of these countries. But 
in the end, it always depends a little bit on the main competitors in those markets, like what what drives the um, the most successful business models, so to say. So in the US and the UK, we see much more trend towards um, performance marketing. So PPC advertising and programmatic, at least for some industries or um, um, high volume recruitment, for example. Whereas in Germany, for example, this is like still, there is a huge potential, but the, the, the incumbent main players like Stepstone, there is still so much uh, protecting the paper post model uh, that still works for them. So everybody follows a little bit, has lower prices, and the paper post for them is still uh, the best model to look at. So uh, when we segment the market, we, we try to understand how can we create value with our platform? That's why we came up with a uh, with a uh, job board model playbook uh, that you can download on our website. Um, and uh, and uh, we we looked at those segments in a way of say, okay, there's traditional job boards, there's advanced job boards, and there's leading job boards. But it's not in terms of of like a valuation, so to say. But depending on the market and the and the target audience you're you're working with and the clients you have, there's a certain demand of more traditional paper post or maybe even print integration advertising. Uh, other than some markets or like some niches or some spaces with high volume, they already they're already very data driven. Clients want to see analytics. They want to see the performance, and they see it more like an e-commerce. And they will say, "Okay, what's my cost per application? What's my cost per hire? What's my cost per click?" And they 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 uh, track this um, along the funnel. But definitely, uh, one of the uh, fastest growing uh, models is the um, PPC model, so the uh, programmatic or performance-based model. And uh, also, we uh, see a lot of hybrid models arising. So it's it's job boards that try to add the performance-based model on uh, aside the um, traditional paper post model, if you wish, uh, to kind of still stay in control what is happening because it, it, it changes a lot in terms of like Cash flow um, and 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 ability to sell uh, those 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 packages. What we did not see yet so much. Uh, we also talking about monetization of candidates. So there is just a very low number of sites, a very limited number of sites. One of the most uh, successful is I think Expertier in Germany that also asks candidates uh, for um, for like a subscription fee. And uh, a recent trend that we see in some very highly demand markets are so-called reverse job boards. So this is basically, you could see it as there's kind of a database of candidates and employers apply at those uh, with those candidates and trying to present themselves in the in the reverse way of what you would say is um, is happening when a candidate applies for a job. Cool. Um, Peter. Those... Those are two things I had not heard of that German um, site. So uh, do me a favor, repeat it, and I will write it down, and we'll take a look at it. What What's the name of that site in Germany again? That's Ex Expertier. Expertier, like like the expert and oh yes, okay, I have yeah. heard of Expertier. Yes. So Martin, if uh, people want to learn more, where do they find you? 
Yeah, so they find us uh, on our website, jobico.com. They can download our playbook, jobico.com slash playbook. They find us on all relevant job board conferences uh, in Europe and the US. So I don't know, Peter, if you want to give a, uh, we just been to the rec bus, was great. And, uh, and it's always worth um, going to one of these conferences. You can also find us on LinkedIn. Just type in Chobico. You will find uh, me and you will find um, uh, you will find our company profile. And yeah, so we are a growing team of hungry job board experts, uh, I would say. And challenge us. Challenge us with your ideas. Challenge us with uh, what you think makes a great job board. And we try to make it happen. Awesome. And and for the job board and recruitment marketplace listeners that are out there that are looking at potentially um, using software provided by a Jobico or others, every single Jobico client I've ever talked to just praises the customer service and also the ability to add modules. It's not a one-size-fits-all solution, which, um, which is something that some of the others um, suffer from. So, Martin, it's been a pleasure again. I look forward to seeing you at the, the next Job Board Conference. Peter, as always, stay safe and talk to you in a week. Inside Job Boards and Recruitment Marketplaces is a co-production of Evergreen Podcasts, College Recruiter, and The AIM Group. Please subscribe for free on your favorite app. Review it. Five stars are always nice. And recommend it to a couple of people you know who want to learn more about job boards and recruitment marketplaces. Special thanks to our producer and engineer, Ian Douglas. I'm your host, Peter Zolman of The AIM Group, the leading global consultancy in the field of marketplaces and classified advertising. Find out more about our reports on recruitment marketplaces job boards and classifieds, including our new recruitment marketplaces annual at aimgroup.com reports. I'm your host, Stephen Rothberg of job search site College Recruiter. Each year, we help more than 12 million candidates find great new jobs. Our customers are primarily Fortune 1000 companies, government agencies, and other employers who hire at scale and advertise their jobs with us. You can reach me at stephen at collegerecruiter.com. Hi there, I'm Heather Drago. And I'm Sarah Saunders. We host the podcast, That's a Hard No, about saying no and setting boundaries. So you can become that true and empowered you that this world needs. Saying no isn't just okay. It's the key to living an authentic, fulfilling life. I'm a licensed professional clinical counselor. So while this podcast is in no way a replacement for one-on-one therapy, I suppose I know what I'm talking about. I'd say so. We talk about learning to say no and set healthy boundaries and how it impacts mental health, physical health, relationships, parenthood, and more. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and visit our website, hardnopodcast.com. We're here to help you find your no and say it unapologetically. That's a hard no.